And I'm Tom O'Brien, your presenter. And as always, we'd like to hear from you, our listeners. You can email the show to addicted at dublincityfm.ie. Um, my guest today is joining us on the telephone, uh, is Caroline Nolan. She's uh, formerly worked in Peter McFerry's Trust and is also a psychotherapist and has also, also has trained as a herbalist. Uh, good morning, Caroline. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm very good. How are you today? Very well, very well. Good. It's great to have you on the show. And, uh, yeah, looking thanks for asking me on forward to it. Yeah, I know, looking forward to talking to you today. Um, you've a lot of experience in the field of addiction and uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about your background and, and um, your experience of working in addiction and what led you to train in herbal medicine? I will, yes. Um, well, I have a long, long history working in the community voluntary sector, about 15 years. So I worked kind of across the, the board um, through homeless services, uh, addic- addiction services from kind of community-based addiction teams mm-hmm. to work in the prison residential detox for many years. And in 2008, I trained, I finished my training as a psychotherapist. And my, my intention was really to work more therapeutically with people. But very quickly, I... I found myself working with people, both with addiction and other emotional issues like depression, anxiety, um, things like that, and mm. found very quickly that talk therapy really was a one-pronged approach. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were presenting on medications, um, be it antidepressants, sleeping tablets, benzodiazepines, and I really felt that there was more there to offer people, mm. and that's really what inspired me to look elsewhere and see how I could offer a more rounded approach and herbal medicine was the route I took. Mm-hmm. And uh, where where did you go about studying herbal medicine? I studied, it's a, it's a four-year course in Portleash in mm-hmm. a place called the Irish School of Herbal Medicine. It's a very good qualification, um, a lot of clinical training hours. Um, so they worked very much with herbal medicine and diet and nutrition. So it was a very rounded approach. And I found that coming out of that, I felt much better equipped, really, when people sat in front of me, either presenting with addiction issues or other emotional issues that I was talking about the issues and giving people strategies to deal with it on that level. We also would look at, you know, what herbs can be used to support people and what lifestyle and dietary changes can be made to support people too. Yeah. And uh, is this a new approach uh, to treating addiction using herbal medicine? Well, it's fairly new. There's not a whole lot going on out there around alternative methods of treating um, addiction and addictive behaviours in this country. Mm. It's, it's something that there's a huge scope for, I feel, moving into the future. But of course, it's something that it's not just about herbs, it's about a... a a fully kind of integrative approach, mm-hmm. a more holistic approach, with herbal medicine as a as a centre point, really. Yeah, and uh, I suppose um, does that have an implication in terms of how you understand addiction? I suppose addiction very popularly uh, is understood as a disease uh, mm-hmm. that's maybe have genetic or biological mm-hmm. kind of implications. You know that it's something that people inherit. Um, mm-hmm. 
is is that an understanding within your approach or how how do you see addiction what is what is addiction to you well i suppose for me you know there's 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 many different theoretical frameworks you can work out of but when somebody sits in front of me um i work in private practice mm-hmm. so i see people coming to me who maybe wouldn't um fit into the stereotypical um idea of somebody with addiction so it's across the board from alcohol drugs um, process addictions like gambling mm-hmm. um, and people sit in front of me and the, the primary thing I'm looking at is how can we support them in moving forward in their life yeah. so whether it be genetic or environmental or behavioral whatever way you want to look at it where I work from is what does the person want mm-hmm. do they want to move forward and working on a on a really on a mind body um from a mind body paradigm what can we do to support them so whether it's genetic or behavioral or environmental personally i feel it's a combination of all of these things yeah but i don't think that that's the focus of the treatment the focus of the treatment is people want to empower themselves and take responsibility for their own recovery mm-hmm. and what steps need to be taken and uh, that's very interesting. And would you uh, work with people, you know, say in, in therapy, would you work with them as a herbalist as well, or would you, would you do that separately? I have, it's evolved over the last year in particular, mm-hmm. where people will come um, for counselling, mm-hmm. and over a bit of time, we'll, we will bring herbal medicine into the mix, mm-hmm. or the other way around, people come for herbal medicine, yeah. and exploring Explore with, with one particular issue and exploring things a little bit further, they end up coming um, for therapy for a period of time too. So they work very much hand in hand. Okay. And so then so someone presents to you then and uh, it, it arises that addiction is something that they would like help with. Um, where do you start as a herbalist? As a herbalist, the first place that I will start is... Um, looking at is it a a substance addiction what stage of um what stage are they at are they in the acute stage where they need to detox Mm -hmm. are they on medication do they need to link with a gp around that and very much get the practical safety issues addressed first Mm -hmm. and from there we will work on a, a herbal medicine protocol that will move them forward depending on where they're at Mm. How you treat somebody who's in the acute phase of detox is very different than somebody who maybe is in early recovery or a little bit further along mm-hmm. where there isn't the physiological issues coming up. And um, so then, obviously, as you said, there, there's, there's different stages people present at. And in the case, say, you know, in most cases, probably people are being prescribed medication and they're maybe making new decisions around that. Mm-hmm. And you said you'd link with your GP. What? What are the are like? What risks are involved in prescribing herbs? Mm-hmm. Well, the thing about herbal medicine is it's um, it's very powerful medicine, mm-hmm. and there are contraindications with certain certain medications. So, if somebody is on medication, they really need to not be self-prescribing with either herbs or supplements or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You need to link with somebody like myself or a naturopath or somebody who has the knowledge to prescribe safely yeah. and as I say the first protocol for me depending on the medicine that the person is on is that they link with their GP um, let them know their intentions to come off medication and make a realistic um, time frame and a realistic goal around that process 
I'm I'm in the business long enough to know that when people present and they say I'm sick of these tablets, mm-hmm. I want off them. I'm just going to stop. That that's that's not an option. Yeah. It's very very dangerous. So I would say let's work together around making a plan. Yeah. And realistically, it's normally a three to six month plan mm-hmm. for somebody who's on meds for a period of time. Yeah. And during that time, then you'd work with them and prescribe herbs and monitor mm-hmm. their progress. Is it or absolutely? Mm-hmm. And the first in the first stage, it would really be getting people in for weekly or fortnightly sessions, mm-hmm. and giving them the tools to manage themselves a little bit better. Um, a bit of CBT. Um, I also teach meditation, which I've found is a huge um, benefit to people because it's something that they can take away and practice themselves. And um, I suppose in relation to the herbal medicine, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a staged approach. So yeah. at the beginning of the treatment, you're very much looking at detoxing the body, supporting the body in the detoxification process. Mm-hmm. The body will do it itself naturally. So you're looking at herbs to support that and clear the system. So it's not that the herbs will detox, it's that they will support the body in its natural process. So trying to help the person return to a natural state of health, is it post kind of addiction? Yes. Mm-hmm. Abs- absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And just say if you take the case of someone that has an alcohol problem, um, mm-hmm. often I suppose the perception is that the liver is, is, the, is the organ that's most affected by addiction. Yes. Yes. Um, how would you approach a situation with someone presenting with alcohol? Because there isn't a huge amount of services for... Um, people with alcohol problems or people recovering from addiction so mm-hmm. well the, the the liver of course is, is the main organ that takes a hit mm-hmm. and there's some wonderful herbs very gentle tonic herbs out there that are quite powerful mm-hmm. milk thistle would be one of them mm-hmm. so you'd be prescribing a, a set of herbs for people to really nourish and support these organs so it wouldn't be herbs that would um, put any more pressure on the organs it's about supporting them in a gentle way. So herbs, if they're called hepatic herbs, herbs to support the liver would be key to somebody like that over a period of time. The other the other thing that we would look at would be around diet yeah. and around um, looking and seeing what are people actually eating because self-care and, you know, can really go down when somebody has been in addiction for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a process of I suppose, small steps and building up from the base. What are people eating? Do they know anything about nutrition? Do they know about the basics as to what their body needs? Um, things around um, specific protocols around diet, like juicing, mm-hmm. would be something that I would speak to people in that scenario about. Carrot juice has been shown to be a huge tonic for the liver. And it seems like a very small thing, but if used correctly, it can do a lot in restoring liver health. And um, so it's really encouraging people to take more responsibility around their own diet as part of the recovery, is that right? Well, I think that's, that's really key to recovery in general. In my experience of working with addiction, the process of recovery is about taking responsibility for yourself and your life and your health. Mm-hmm. So that's the wonderful thing about herbal medicine and natural healing. It gives people a real opportunity to take charge and make decisions and be very much involved in what they're what they're doing rather than being prescribed a medication that they just take so it can be more labor intensive Mm -hmm. it takes a bit more discipline Mm -hmm. it takes a real willingness to engage new things and try new things but people who i work with they've often gotten to the point where 
they're just so sick and tired of feeling unwell mm-hmm. and feeling dependent on other people and other substances that they're really willing to give things a shot. And it sounds like uh, herbal medicine um, is a very proactive approach um, and involving the, the person at the centre of that treatment. Well, I suppose the perception of medicine is that um, there's kind of a more of a passive approach to your GP. Mm-hmm. Would that be right? Yes. You know, the, the, whole, the whole point really is that the person takes on board what's being suggested, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, you know, there's an absolute essential role for the GPs and specific medications in specific um, circumstances. So it's not a, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Yeah. They can work together to move away from a, a medical model towards a more holistic model. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, you know, I've worked with some GPs and they're very supportive of that process if it's done in a responsible way. Yeah. And that's really, um, when people take on this journey, they're fully taking responsibility for their own their own health and well-being. Great. That's uh, something we might just come back to after the break. We're just going to take a short break now uh, for a piece of music from the Kings of Leon uh, called Comeback Story. Welcome back. You're listening to Addicted on 103.2 Dublin CFM, and I'm talking to Caroline Nolan. Welcome back, Caroline. Thanks, Tom. Um, just before the break there, you were talking about, I suppose, the importance of working with, uh, you know, as a herbalist, working with the medical model. Um, I suppose there's a perception um, recently there's been a lot of debate um, in public about uh treatment for addiction in Dublin and I suppose the perception of people buying and selling tablets on the streets and whether uh, medical treatments are effective in the longer term mm-hmm. and on the other side then you have herbal medicine which I suppose the perception of it is it, is it's kind of marginal and it's uh, there's risks attached to it um, for example John's Wort probably gets a bit of uh, probably the most most well-known herb um, mm-hmm. How do you think that we can bridge that uh, that gap and is it possible to bring herbal medicine into the mainstream? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, you know, more and more, there's a lot of research, scientific research done mm-hmm. on herbs, on different herbs. You know, there's a few key ones that people are very aware of. You talk to people about herbal medicine, St. John's Wort would be one of them, mm-hmm. that are, you know, highly researched and quite well um advertised and quite commercial. John's Wort would be one. Ginkgo biloba would be another one that people are familiar with. Yeah. Panax ginseng. These kind of herbs people are familiar with because they're out there. Mm-hmm. But the more research that's done um, and the more kind of clinical trials that are done, um, the better. Because mm-hmm. it really adds the weight and the support. That this isn't something that is um, kind of fringe. This is, herbal medicine is a science. And as that, it has a place um, next to the medical model yeah. as an alternative or as a complementary mm-hmm. um, treatment approach. And in relation to the medical model treating addiction, you know, there is a, there's, there's a lot of debate, ongoing debate about this, and it's not a it's not a simple s- scenario, mm-hmm. and it can't be can't be simplified. Mm-hmm. There are many levels um, that need to be addressed. It's not just about um, the substances, yeah. it's a socio-economic issue, mm-hmm. it's, there's so many issues um, 
caught up in that debate. So if we look just specifically at the individual, which is what it's really about, and that's what gets lost mm. on a regular basis in these debates. Mm. These are human beings and people who are stuck in a system and often don't know where to go or what to do. Yeah. And for me, my approach to that is it's about educating people and empowering people around the choices that they have. And there's a range of choices there, but people are often very um, very stuck and aren't aware of yeah. what alternatives may be there. Mm-hmm. So it's about education, it's about empowerment. And in relation to the herbal medicine, I think we have a long way to go before it will become any kind of a mainstream mm-hmm. approach. However, people like myself, there are other people doing similar work who have the understanding to work alongside the model that's already there. Mm. I think that's the way forward. You know, people come to me, they're on medication. I will work with them. I will make sure they link in with their GP and we make progress around that. Very good. And then I suppose, um, you know, for for the average person who maybe isn't aware um, and they go into their health shop, for example, and let's mm-hmm. say uh, they want to look at the liver and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they can buy a lot of these herbs in the health shops. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes, there are a number of herbs you can buy in the health shop. And would you recommend, I mean, people say that maybe uh, might not want to go see a herbalist or might not be able to afford a herbalist, mm-hmm. you know, if someone has an addiction, is there risks um, attached to just going into the health shop and buying milk thistle, for example? Um, milk thistle would be one of the safer ones. And, mm. I, you know, I do think that um, buying herbs like that as a supplement is, you know, there's no major harm in that. Mm. But they need to speak to the person in the health food shop who should be educated and let them know if they're on any other medications. But the reality is that people often go into health food shops and come out with a bag of stuff and have boxes of different things sitting in their cupboard. Mm-hmm. And it's not cheap. Um, and often it would be, if you have an addiction issue and wherever you're at in the process of recovery, be it that you're contemplating trying to make a change or you're in early recovery and you're looking for some support, mm-hmm. the best thing you can do is go to a professional. Yeah. Because the difference between going into the health food shop and buying a bottle of milk thistle and coming to a practitioner like myself mm-hmm. is that I will take a full case and I will tailor your bottle of herbs specifically for you. Okay. So that would be the difference. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for example, if someone wanted to contact yourself, how would they, where would they find you? Yeah, well, my, my website is www.herbsandhealing.ie. Okay. Herbs and Healing, so if someone Googled that, they'd find your website. Herbsandhealing.ie, mm-hmm. yeah, my, my contact details are there. Very good. And um, then also, I suppose, um, uh, for people that um, are already in services, um, I know from myself working in, in a service, there's a, you know, a, a big take-up on kind of holistic treatments, yeah. um, as, as you would have being aware as well you worked with uh, yeah. different services and along with herbal medicine as you mentioned there's talk therapy um, yeah. what other sort of alternative treatments um, just off the top of your head now would you recommend that people should explore or could explore well I think that it's a wonderful thing that a lot of um, addiction services now have holistic um, therapies on offer mm-hmm. because anything that's going to support the body in de-stressing and in rebalancing is going to is going to support the entire system mm-hmm. but things like i know 
Um, acupuncture can be very useful. Massage. Um, for me, one of the big things is meditation. To really okay. learn meditation. Yeah. I teach a particular type of meditation called Japa Mantra Meditation. You can, can see you, more can about that on my website. Repeat that again. Japa Mantra Meditation. Japa Mantra. Mantra. Yeah. Japa mantra, mantra meditation. Japa mantra meditation. That's new. It's a particular. It's a particular um, type of meditation, mm. and it's it's really about giving people the tools that they can go off and use them themselves. It's very nice to go for massage, and I absolutely encourage it where people can. Mm. But you want something that on a daily basis, if you're being triggered, if you're if you're struggling, you need to have ways to support yourself and that's where the herbs come in herbs like nervian herbs mm. herbs for the nervous system mm. passion flower valerian saint john's wort these kind of herbs are very very powerful at building resilience in the system yeah so it sounds like really it's an overall holistic approach people need to take care of themselves deal with stress in a natural way there's herbal medicine there's nutrition there's a whole range of things there, and you mentioned uh, meditation as well. Yeah. Caroline, let's, uh, just bringing the show to an end, and that's been really interesting, just giving us a lot of insight there into uh, your approach. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, if people want to get in contact with yourself, it's um, Herbal Healing, is that right? Herbs and Healing. Herbs and Healing, sorry, Herbs and Healing.ie. And uh, that's it. Caroline, appreciate uh, coming on the show today. Thank you very that's much. Great. Thanks very much, Tom, for having me. Talk to you soon, okay? Okay, take that, care. That brings us towards the end of the show. just want to mention that, of course, um, if you are on medication, consult with your doctor before making any changes or decision in relation to that. And if you are suffering from an addiction, there is, um, there is a helpline, 1-800-459-459. You can also email the show, addicted at dublincdfm.ie, dublincdfm.ie, and uh, I could be happy to... Uh, um, recommend other services that's it for this week Uh, thanks for listening tune in next week and talk to you then take care